You're listening to episode 58 of the Marathon Running Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about whether or not you should get a running coach. This is the Marathon Running Podcast by Letty and Ryan from We Got The Runs. Join us in our running community for weekly content that is motivational, educational, and inspirational, and let the Marathon Running Podcast take you from the starting line to the finish line and beyond. Hey, runners, and hello, Ryan. Hello, Letty. How's it going? Pretty good. So today... We are going to talk about... Whether or not to get a running coach. So should you get a running coach? So Ryan and I are going to tackle this question and talk about why one might want to get a running coach or not. And then I will switch over and talk to my friend Sarah from Chasing Life about how to pick a running coach once you've decided that this is something you want to do. Because that's actually what she has been actively doing. She decided to get a running coach to help her qualify for Boston. So Ryan, I want to start this episode with an analogy, because I feel like if you're shooting for a big goal, it's kind of like building your dream home on a property that you purchased, but you're not willing to invest in an architect and you don't know anything about permitting and foundation. So if you're okay living in a tent or in a treehouse, then you can do that. But don't expect to be having a party in your treehouse, right? I mean, again, the concept Well, you of- might be having a party, but you never know when it might collapse. <laughs> exactly. So-, so I think we're getting off the topic, but... Yeah. Or we could just say, it, like my coach says it, who um, calls himself the Martha Stewart of running. <laughs> he says... <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. It's funny. Um, he's making a perfect recipe for a soup and he knows what ingredients to put in. And without one ingredient, the soup won't taste the same, that the soup might still be good, but it's not going to be perfect. So that said, Ryan, do you feel like everybody should get a coach or do you think in general, would it just be certain people? I think everyone could benefit from a coach, but I think the hardest thing is finding one that works well with you because everyone trains and teaches things differently or interacts differently. I think it probably depends a lot on your goals. Um, I think that a coach can probably bring you new insights and even make you, whether or not you want to get faster, but just make you enjoy running more. Yeah, I agree. So number one thing to consider is what are your goals? If you're like me for the last, I mean, not last two years, but before that, for the first 10 years of my running career, my goal was to finish something and I didn't care at all about what time I finished my races in. So a running coach would have been a waste of money. So if you're in that boat where you're just running to have fun, you don't really need to get a coach. But but you do want to get a coach if you have certain goals that you feel like would be easier met if you were being provided help by a professional. Um, so on along the lines of your analogy, coaches could help you prevent injuries, right? Yes, they can help you avoid the most common training errors, such as running too much, too soon, not including enough rest, because rest is important. They can help you with pacing. They can help you letting you know how much of your weekly mileage should be at what speed in order to not get injured. So that's a really good point. Another thing a coach can do for you, which was a big thing for me, is just change your thinking about running by helping you identify as a runner 
Because once you identify as a runner, you're taking your training a little bit more serious and are more likely to complete the workouts that are given to you rather than following a training plan that you get somewhere online that you just kind of dilly-dally follow whenever you want. Well, I remember you doing the online training programs and you're like, well, I'm going to follow the Tuesday runs, but then I'm going to skip Wednesday and then I'm going to do Fridays. And <laughs> it's kind of like doesn't apply as well that way as if you actually follow it. Well, and that also goes with teaching you how to run because whenever I would do something like that, I really had no idea what the purpose or that there was a purpose behind having this training plan to make you stronger and prevent you from injuries. Yeah, along those lines, at least medically, it seems like, you know, your muscles can hypertrophy a lot faster than the ligaments and tendons or grow. The muscles can grow a lot faster than the ligaments and tendons can strengthen. So a lot of people end up getting injuries by trying to go too fast in something and not giving time for the whole body to adjust. Right. What else you got? A coach can also help you with goal setting because sometimes you don't know what you're capable of and your coach can see your strengths and weaknesses, find races for you when you probably need them. For example, if you have a marathon training cycle, a good coach will probably incorporate some races into that cycle to help you you know, by boosting your self-esteem and also checking in on your progress that you're making. What else you got? So another reason to get a coach is if you're looking for camaraderie. If you have a coach that has a team and you want to be part of that team, that's a great thing to do because you're running with other athletes that are driven and have goals and that will help you stick with your goal. Sounds good. I think a coach is nice because it kind of gives you an opportunity to step outside of your bubble. You know, if you're in your own head, you're doing your training, you're running, you're kind of inside your own bubble, but a coach can give you new insight or it's almost like, you know, in other athletics, it's like in football or basketball where they watch the video afterwards. And so the running, it's not as relevant to just watch a video of you running unless you're trying to t train technique, but To get inside, outside your bubble, the coach might be able to help you do that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like that one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So what else? A coach can do many things for you, but I think the number one reason that people look for a coach is because they are either plateauing with their run or they are setting out on a big goal and feel like that they need help with that. And an experienced coach can help you figure out what training you need to do in order to be able to hit your goal. If it's Boston, if it's breaking a certain time for your 5k 10k half marathon a marathon that's a good reason to get a coach wouldn't you say so yes definitely do you have any other ones if you have a coach you would probably be a little more apprehensive about skipping a run 
and telling them that you skipped it. Whereas if you're just following some online training program, nobody's holding you accountable. So you can just skip and it doesn't matter. That's a good one. And one last one that I have is race day preparation because we put in months and months of training and then it's kind of cool to have somebody to talk to that knows exactly what you've been through for the last few months and can tell you what you need to do in order to perform well on race day. I love making that phone call personally to my coach because it helps me understand that I can do whatever goal I've set out to do. Whereas not having a coach, you're, you get more insecure during taper week. And I feel like that's just something that can really help you. Oh, I agree. So bottom line, depending on where you are in life, you might benefit from a coach. You're saying that you probably will benefit. I agree. You'll probably benefit no matter what you are setting out to do. But of course, it's a question of money and time because you also don't want to hire a coach if you're not willing to partake in the plan that he writes for you because that might be frustrating for your coach as well who's taking the time to analyze everything that you're doing in life and come up with something that can help you. Yeah, I think it's like a mutually beneficial relationship because you get faster, you enjoy it more, and the coach probably enjoys, you know, teaching if they see improvement and they see someone doing better. Oh, yeah, our coach gets super excited when we hit PRs and all that stuff. He posts and tags us on Facebook, and it's it's kind of cool. Because yeah, you get to be excited afterwards together as opposed to just being excited by yourself or something. Exactly, yeah. I, mean, I guess you can do that with your friends too, but the coach is like someone there that'll kind of be really motivated for you to improve, I guess. Exactly. So now that we've covered the reasons of why to find a running coach, let's talk about how to find a running coach because you do want to make sure that you have a good match, somebody that knows exactly what you are trying to do and is willing to work with you on that. And of course, word of mouth recommendation is always a great way of starting. So Letty, do you have any recommendations for running coaches? It's funny that you say that because I do get a few messages here and there where people ask who we recommend as a running coach. And I actually don't have a recommendation. I have my coach. I think he's a good coach. He's has worked with a lot of high level athletes and stuff. And I think now he used to be an elite athlete too. And now he just likes to and teach people that are highly motivated. So not necessarily a recommendation for everyone because he doesn't really want to take many clients, right? Yeah, so Ron likes to work with people that are highly motivated no matter at what pace and he wants to help them get better. That's not to say that he only wants to work with really fast people because he really doesn't. He just wants to work with people that are willing and able to partake in his training program that he designs for them and improve no matter if you're running a 40-minute 5K or a 20-minute 5K. I think he gets an equal joy out of coaching you if you both enjoy running and improving. Yeah, so, I think I feel like he does it for the enjoyment more than anything else. He just wants to see people improve. And in order to do so, you have to follow what he says, which is pretty intense. It's not that intense. It's just running seven days a week. But no, I'm That's kidding. <laughs> If you want to reach out, you can do that. You can shoot us a message and we'll make the connection. So we're now going to hear from my friend Sarah. Let's discuss these subjects. Today with me is Sarah. Hey, Letty. Thanks for having me. And today we're going to talk about 
hiring a running coach because as I might've mentioned previously, getting a coach is something I've been considering more and more lately with a big goal that I, with the Boston qualifying goal that I have. And I just want to, you know, make sure that I kind of utilize all the tools that I can. So I, thought I would share an article that I found of some questions to consider when you're looking to hire a coach. If you, you know, treat it like an interview, right? If you're hiring them to assist you in your goals, make sure the coach is willing to allow you to interview them so that you can learn about their approaches. Maybe their coaching style doesn't vibe with how you best feel supportive. You know, if it's a tough love coach versus a coach, you need to be fluffy and supportive, or, you know, if the coach makes sure the coach understands what your goals are and that there's not a huge gap between what they're trying to make you do versus what your current fitness level is too. Also ask how much time and effort the coach will be able to spend with you to understand your specific needs and life circumstances, whether it's work or kids or just other scheduling conflicts in order to truly personalize a training plan that's developed for you and ask them whether or not they're willing to modify and adapt your training plan when life happens, because whether it's an injury, you get sick, you, uh, you know, have to go out of town for unexpected reason, you know, whatever happens because of life, uh, you know, how are you going to work around that? And also whether or not they're going to be available along the way to answer your questions and strategize on upcoming race logistics, or is it just going to, are they the kind of coach that will just give you a plan, you know, for 16 weeks and leave you alone, or are they going to be there each week and help you support the race? I think that's important. And it's going to vary depending on, you know, what you're seeking too, what kind of support you feel like you really need, whether you want someone checking up on you. I know for me, I like having accountability, whether it's with friends or um, family members, just to talk about running. Of course, any excuse to talk about running. But when you have that coach, just to check in with you to say, like, how did those workouts go? I feel like that's really important. At least that's my feelings toward it. And the last question is whether or not if they're local to you, are they willing to go on training runs with you and give you pointers on your running style and show you your technique, you know, show you how to do drills instead of you just trying to watch a YouTube video about them. And, you know, maybe also connect with other runners. Like, is there kind of a local, not just a running club, but like a running team that, that other people that maybe that coach works with that you can do workouts with or meet and, it all, you know, feel like you're just part of a running community too, because then they can be more, then you have another group of people that are supportive of your goals, not just an individual, but then other people are going to be rooting for you as well. So anyways, those are some helpful questions that I found just through Google. So hopefully our listeners, you know, gave them, it gave them some things to think about. Another thing that people need to consider is the cost because some coaches are a little bit higher. And when you find those fees online on their website, a lot of them also have restrictions. I know that before I met my current coach, who he's just amazing and has bleeding bleeding heart syndrome. So he basically talks too long to everybody just because he feels like his runners need it, which is awesome for us. But I know online, there's a lot of coaches that restrict your contact. And I personally know some friends that had bad experiences 
through that because they didn't feel like they either didn't get their plan on time or it was a day before a race where I feel like a coach really should talk to you because you're going through that experience and they're not there to share it or, you know, just to have your runners feel like they are cheering you on. So obviously everything comes with a price. I'm sure there's a price tag for having them babysit you every day, but I'm just talking, uh, you know, just basic contact. You should be able to text your coach. You should have whatever training app they use. A lot of them use training peak where you can comment on your workout and say, look, I did this workout. My hamstring started hurting. So that way you have that communication with your coach where you give them feedback about, what happened and they should be able to adjust your training plan accordingly. I think those are great points. Thank you for bringing them up. And cost is definitely an important factor um, in doing your research. And I also want to encourage people, and this is coming from someone who does a lot of research when it comes to buying things that, you know, a cheap cost doesn't necessarily mean it's the best value. Like you get what you pay for and, you know, find what will fit your budget, but, also fully understand what service you get out of it too. Is it just, I'm going to pay for this plan and not have any communication or am I going to pay and have, you know, maybe pay a little bit more, but be able to have that regular feedback content and support. So I think those are great points. Thank you for bringing those up. Yeah. And another thing is also you need to consider the timing of hiring a coach. Like, do you really want to just hire them for three months? Um, or do you want to give them the opportunity to get to you, know you a little bit and know what works for you and experiment with you? Because they're just people that would, whatever you give them, whatever information you have from your watch, you tell them, this is where I'm at. And then they kind of have to play around with numbers and what works best for you to respond to. So give them maybe a little bit more than the 12 week training plan. So that way they can really see how you respond to certain things that they do. Yeah. I think that's another great point of allowing them that grace period before maybe a goal race that you're working towards. So that way they can yeah, maybe even increase your potential. Like Say, for example, the paces I'm running today aren't necessarily my race paces because my mileage isn't to my highest potential. And so just kind of, yeah, communicating and talking about like, where am I am now? Where do I want to go? And allowing yourself that time to grow, to get there and to grow together as well. Uh, I think that's, yeah, that's a great reminder for anyone who's considering or looking for a coach. Now, one question I wanted to ask you, you actually took a run coaching training. Can you tell us about that experience and why you decided to do that and what you may or may not do with that education? Yeah, so I took this certification class, which is only one weekend, so I could be a little bit better versed for my podcast. And that's really the only reason. Um, I know that it's a very easy certification to get. It's through RRCA, the Roadrunners Club of America. And basically you sign up and with the pandemic, all the coaching certifications were available for online. So you basically have 16 hours of a class where you talk about nutrition, physiology, psychology, marketing, and that's that in a nutshell. Um, it has good material because you have a textbook that has 
pretty good charts in it, which you could probably find online to, you know, pacing charts, you know, 5k, if you run a 5k in this time, then you should run your marathon in that time. And you know, what, what your tempo run pace should be. So that's probably the best part about the whole book I find. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's good information, in my honest opinion, I think it's a good supplement for somebody who is really into coaching and has been doing it and needs to have some credential for it. But just because you are a coach through RRCA, I don't feel like that alone, that standing alone doesn't really make you a good running coach. I think there's a lot more involved and a lot more experience needed to become a coach. Yeah. Another great point, right. Is that someone, you know, do your research in a coach and see what their years of experience were, ask them how many athletes they've worked with. You know, if you're comfortable with a newer coach, that's fine, but understand that their style might be different than someone who's five or 10 years of experience and coached hundreds of runners. So I think that that's really helpful. And, and yeah, and you, it's, sounds like, you know, if you have a couple hundred dollars, you can take that course, right. And say, oh, well, I'm certified in level one of our RCA. You wouldn't be probably the best coach for somebody who wants to be fast. You could probably definitely write a plan for somebody if they want to finish a marathon or if they want to have a certain experience. If you're a really nurturing person and you just want to give them a few pointers of how to have a successful um, experience where you don't feel like you hit the wall at 22 miles, if, if you want to hold their hand through that, it depends on what you're looking for to do with your first marathon. So if you are trying to lose weight and maybe find a dietitian who also has a certification and run coaching, because I know a few of those and that could work well. Or if you are more about needing mental training and you have somebody that is great at being motivational that also does marathon coaching, then that could be a good fit. The certification doesn't mean you're going to be a great coach, but it's a good way of showing credibility that you did put in 16 hours. But then remember, it is only 16 hours and there's another, there's a lot of other qualifiers that can uh, help you be a good coach without even needing those 16 hours. Because in reality, you could just go to Barnes and Nobles online, I guess, nowadays, and uh, have some sort of book that teaches or that allows you to read that same information. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, having a coach too could just be the extra push of accountability, similar to what we were saying with a personal trainer, right? Of If you hire a coach and they give you a workout plan, then you want to make sure that you do those workouts because you don't want your money to go to waste. And so I think accountability is a huge factor for people hiring a coaches. And then it, depending on what your goals are, whether it's a 5k, 10k, half, a full marathon, ultra marathon, getting faster, you know, there's a whole variety of goals. So I think also a really good reminders just to be clear of what your goal is when you hire a coach so that they know what it is to help you work toward. 100%. You just hit the, what do you call it? You hit the head on the nail. You hit the nail on the nail head. On the head. Yeah. <laughs> One last question to consider when hiring a coach is whether or not it's going to be an online coach versus an in-person or local coach. And so that's, there's all kinds of options now with the internet that you can hire an online coach. I know I used 
an app called Run Coach. And within that app, there are coaches that you can hire. And so in theory, I could just push a button and get a coach that I've never met, but they have credentials because they're an elite runner or they've won national championships or whatnot. But, you know, there's a difference between that person who I've never met, probably will never have an in-person conversation with versus someone that might be local that I could go on a training run with, or, you know, at least see them around at running events or something to that effect. So, you know, if that's important to you too, that's definitely something to consider. And the personalization too, of an online coach versus uh, an in-person coach and just being able to provide, provide that feedback. Letty, what do you think about that? So, yeah, that's a great point. And I think um, that's really dependent on the coach because there's tons of businesses. I didn't even know about this app about finding running coaches on Run Coach. I think it's a great app, but it doesn't, the information that you get from there doesn't really compare to recommendations that you get personally from people that have worked with coaches, be it online or be it locally. I think the benefits of having a coach that's local is like you said, you get to know them as a person and you go on training runs. But in reality with COVID and everything being so much at a distance, we've also come to realize that so much is online and that there are ways of having a coach check out your running. You could do a video of yourself and then have them give you pointers of you know your, your stands and, and all that. Because I know during COVID, I hadn't seen my coach in about a year or so. And even now, you know, all the tracks are still closed or inaccessible. So it makes it hard to meet with that person unless they want to really come out and bike with you or meet with you on a Sunday, which is probably also a little bit more expensive. So with all that said, Sarah, what are your thoughts um, on getting a coach for your training for your marathon goals? So I think that's a great wrap-up question because I've been kind of considering like, all right, backtracking. If I say I'm going to run my marathon in May of 2022, and I'm also, since it's such a big goal, I'm probably going to want to follow a longer training plan, say 20 weeks. So that would get me starting training around the beginning of January or so, depending on exactly when my race is in May. Um, But I have thought about how I probably want to start working with a coach in the fall, at, le- at least, um, maybe sooner. And so with that in mind, fall is only a few months away. And so I need to kind of start doing my research, finding a good coach that will fit what my needs are, whether, you know, achieving the goals I want, but also, as we mentioned, the support and, you know, what kind of feedback they provide, what their platform are, for providing the workouts, is it through an app? Is it going to be via email? Is it going to be someone local? Is it going to be just, you know, online? So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, the more I think about it, the more I think about my goals, the more I'm convinced that hiring a coach will be the thing that will help get me there faster. Um, it's maybe, you know, the goal might be something I could do on my own, but it might take a lot longer. Yeah, the convenience of that is definitely something. I hope whatever you decide to do with your coaching, that you find somebody that's amazing because I want to see you PR. 
I really liked all the questions that you raised and gave our listeners to think about what to consider when hiring a coach, because it's so important that you find the right match. And if you guys have any questions, you're always welcome to reach out. And until next time, have a great week of running. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, head to www.runningpodcast.us. And as always, have a great week of running.